blessed by all the lessons that we've been going through. But today we'll be talking about the mercy give, mercy receive. So if we, we look at the Bible in Matthew chapter 5, if we read from verse 1 down to 9, we've talked about so many topics there, but let's read it again. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 9 says, And seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall also receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the children of God. Uh, verse 10 says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for there is the kingdom of heaven. So today we'll be talking about that uh, particular verse, verse 7 that says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall also receive mercy. That is, uh, mercy give, mercy receive. So we'll be talking about mercy, mercy today, we'll be talking about mercy. Blessed are the merciful, happy are the merciful, blessed are the merciful, for they shall also receive mercy. If we look at uh, what does mercy uh, mean, what does mercy represent, is a word that is common, that we know. Uh, so, it's an art of showing forgiveness, pity, compassionate, bringing someone relief from something unpleasant so if you are showing forgiveness to someone no matter what they have done to you or you have pity of people you forgive people or you have pity on them or you show compassion uh, or you bring something for people that are in problem you give them money you give them any resources or you help people out is a way of showing mercy and we should all know that God is merciful. God is merciful. Uh, from the word of uh, the Jewish word means to pardon of injuries. That is forgiveness. Or alms giving. When you give alms to people, that is assist in time of need. Whenever we forgive people or we give alms to people, we help people financially or in any way that we can help people, is a way that we are showing mercy. And without giving mercy, you cannot receive mercy. That's what the Bible is saying. It is composed of two words, misera, which means pitying, or call, which means the heart. And then so is a pain of the heart. So when you relieve someone uh, of their stress of what they are going through, it's a way of showing mercy to them. It's a way of having pity on people. If you look at our God, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says, For God so loved that he has mercy on people. That is what the Bible is saying there. For God so loved that he has mercy on people. He had mercy on them. God loved that he has mercy on people. Uh, please, one minute. So, God loved that he has mercy on everyone. So, God has been merciful to us. And if we have received mercy, 
it's necessary for us to also give mercy. If we have received mercy, it's also necessary for us to also give mercy. And God is looking for us to give mercy. To be kind is not only to Christians, but to everyone. Most of the time, people are kind to their friends alone, people that they know. But the people that are strangers, that they don't know, they are not kind to them. People only see you being kind to people that are on your family, circle, people that you can relate with. But God is saying we should show mercy. He did not say be merciful to only Christians or your friends or your family. He said we should be merciful to everybody. So it's necessary for us to have that attribute of showing mercy that people know that, oh, you are a generous person. You are a kind person. Because when people know that you are merciful, ah, they say you are a generous person. You are a kind person. You are someone that forgives easily, that does not remember what they have done. Because out of being merciful is also not to remember what they have done. Some people can do good to someone, but after doing good to the person, everybody will hear what they have done. Everybody will hear, oh, I did this. That's the most common thing that people do these days. They show mercy and they put it on uh, internet, on all the social media come and see what i've done for social person and they will also mention the name of the person so that people can also know that oh they are a great person they are a good person that is not the kind of uh christian or believer that god wants us to be he wants us to be merciful because when you are receiving mercy many people may not know when you receive the mercy when god is paying you back for all those good things that you've done people may not be there and you will also receive mercy from people that you don't know. You know, we, we need mercy every day. Love will make you kind to people. You know, sometimes we say, ah, I love people. But the, the, the love that you have for people must show through the way it must be active. Love is not passive. Even if you are in a relationship with someone and you tell the person, I love you. But the person cannot see it. Uh, you have a misunderstanding with the person, but still you still carrying the 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 arguments, the the words and everything. You are still carrying it. Every time there is an issue, you raise it up. And the person has already asked for forgiveness, but notwithstanding, it's still in your heart. It means that you have not been merciful to the person. So God wants us to be merciful. There was a time they asked uh, Jesus, how many times should I forgive my friend? And Jesus said 70 times 40, uh, 70 times 70. So it means that you should not have anybody's wrong in your heart. When people do anything wrong against you, you should be able to forgive the person. And that is in a day, that's four, uh, 490 times in a day. You should forgive someone. I don't know how much wrong people will do to us <laughs> that we were around 490 uh 90 times in a day but that is the kind of uh way that god wants us to be that we don't have anything in our heart if we want to show that we are christians is how merciful we are how merciful we are the world will be better if we have people that can easily forgive and forget and have pity and help people out without expecting anything from it because most of the time when people are helped like this they are always expecting something. Uh, they never do anything without a reason. They always do it for what they are expecting. And if they are not going to gain from it, they are not going to do it. 
So such a person is now trying to sow the seed of mercy. He's trying to see what I will receive before I can give. And God wants us to give cheerfully. So also, when we are giving mercy, having pity, uh, giving assistance to people, we should do it without expecting it back. That is what God is looking for. Let's look at what Matthew chapter 10 verse 42 says. Matthew chapter 10 verse 42. If you have your Bible there, let's open it. Matthew 10 42 says, Whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall have in no wise lose his reward. That is, the Bible was giving us an example if you have a visitor and you offer them a drink. If you give someone a drink, a stranger of someone that you know, you offer them a drink. The Bible says you will not lose your reward. That is, there is a reward for everything we do on earth, either good or bad. And when you don't expect, is when the reward comes. Most of the time we do things and we are not expecting anything back. But when the reward comes, uh, we might not be expecting it. Uh, that is the way God works. When you pray your secret, the Bible says, I will answer you openly. When the answer will come, you might not know. So there are things that we might do and forget about it and say it doesn't matter. But when the reward is going to come, you'll be amazed that this is what I've done and this is what I'm receiving back. So God wants us to develop that attitude. It's an attitude, a character that God wants us to develop that, what, that we are merciful, that we show mercy, that we show mercy to people. If we read uh, Matthew chapter 25, uh, verse 34 to 40, it was a story when uh, some people came, said, many will come on that day and they will say, oh, I've done this, I've done that, I've done this. And he will say to them, he doesn't know them. And I said, when I was I naked? Let's look at this. Matthew 25, verse 34 to 40. He said, Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father. Hearing the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was unhungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took care, and you took me in naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. If you look at this, he said, he said to the to the people on his right hand, I was, and we will see the response that he gave to him. He is saying that he was naked, he was hungered, he was in, he was, uh, he was a stranger. He was uh, he needed clothes. He was sick. He needed doctor. He was emotionally depressed. He needed someone to talk to. He needed assistant. But let's look at what the Bible says. The response. Then said, "Shall the righteous answer them, saying, Lord, when was when saw we thee and hungered and feed thee, or thirsty and gave you drink? When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee?" Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, In so much as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. We don't 
We should not be expecting God to come down. Some people will say, I will give to, I only give to God. I, I only uh, worship with God. I only have a relationship with God. But they don't understand that we have a vertical relationship, which is your relationship with God. But we also have the horizontal relationship, which is your relationship with people. If people cannot say good things about you, the vertical relationship has nullified your with your horizontal relationship. A horizontal relationship justifies the God, how much relationship we have with God. And that's why if you look at what the Bible is saying here, the righteous people, those are the children of God. They say, when were you hungry? When were you thirsty? When is it that you became a stranger to us? And when were you naked that you needed the clothes? When were you sick? When were you in prison? And he said unto them, if you have done it, if you have done it to someone, we are talking about these are good things, but what about the bad things? If you have done a bad thing to someone, you think oh, it's not God, I'm just doing it to someone. If you have done it to someone, you say, you have done it unto me. You have done it unto me. You have done it unto me. They were like, ah, we were looking for God. Sometimes some people will say, when I see God, that's when I will give to God. But also, you see people around you. You see Christians, you see your church members, you see people that you relate with. How much have you been merciful to them? How much? And sometimes we think it's only when I have so much. It's not, it's not the, the how much that you do that really matters. But the little things that you do is the little things that matters to God. You know, God doesn't overlook those little things. We look at big things. Maybe until I buy a car for someone, until I buy a house for someone, until I, I have so much money that I can distribute, you know. We are looking at big, 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 big things. But God is looking at little things. If you can be faithful in little, the Bible says, I will make you master over many. He's not looking at you to start from the great. He's looking for you to start from the smallest. What your capacity is. God is not looking for us to just think, I want to do everything in one day. What about you doing it every day? What about you helping someone, trying to help someone every day or every week? Find someone to help. How can I be good to someone? How can I help someone? And also, it's not financially also. We always look at it. How can I be merciful with someone when I have money? But what about the gift that you have? How are you being able to help someone with your gift, with your ability, with your strength? with your advice, with your prayer, you know, with your being open to people. So that those are the ways that we can be merciful. It's not financially only. only. Some people don't need your money. Some people don't need, just need your skills. Some people don't even need your skills. They just need people to talk to, you know. Some people need their different needs that people talk, even the Bible talks about here. It's not everybody that needs food. Some people can be a stranger, you know. I've met so many strangers that have, that have walked towards me and I'll be able to help as God has given me the capacity to. But also, it can be in different ways. God can come to us in a different way. You know, I was, um, this some few days ago, I went to go and do something in the bank and I was coming back. And the remaining money, I was just coming. So I saw one woman 
coming. She saw another Georgia woman. She was asking the Georgian lady. And I don't know what they were talking about. But I saw that she has a tear in her eyes. She was looking down like she lost something. So I'm like, ah, what happened? She said, she just said, eh, I lost. She said, she said it in Georgian language. 20 lari. I'm like, 20 lari? Because she's an old woman. Is it 20 lari? I had, I didn't have 20 lari in my pocket. I just put, give her all the money. That is 15 lari. I gave it to her and she walked away. And I was like, oh. Because when I saw her from afar, I'm like, I have to ask this woman, what is she really looking at? And she's, tears are already coming out of her eyes. So I'm just using that as an example of how we can be merciful. You can meet strangers. You can meet anybody that need help. It can be two Larry. It can be five Larry that people need. It can be ten Larry that people need. You know, sometimes God will not come down from heaven to bless us. But God is looking at those little resources that you have with you. How can you help another person? It's not going to come down and say, oh, yes, I want to bless you. And God is going to bless people based on what they are doing. Some people are thinking, God, give me two million. When you give me two million, I will do great things for you. I will bless people. Even if you give me two million, you will not do anything. Because if you cannot do so something with your under Larry, or with the little resources, or with your little skills that you have, don't think you will, be, you will do great things when you are giving that. Because it's the heart. When we talk about being merciful, it's a thing of the heart. When we talk about being merciful, having compassion on people, having pity on people, is a thing of the heart. And sometimes we can think, oh, I'm in the position to help this person, and we are bragging about it, because so many people do like that. They brag about what they have done, in which God is not expecting us to be like that, to be bragging and to be boasting, if not for me. No. That is not the kind of mercy that we have received from God. God is not bragging about the, the sin that he forgave you us yesterday. And what is still going to forgive you of what you will do. He's not bragging about it. He did it because he is a good God. So let's look at uh, some things that I want to also mention. Understand the true mercy act on a situation. Thinking about doing something is not enough. Nowadays, we do imitate God more than in showing mercy. So we want to be like God. But we do imitate, but we don't show it. We don't express it. It's an action. He shows us his mercy by expressing his willingness to pardon and to save us. I, I wrote something down uh, in my uh, presentation, what I wrote down. See, have you been merciful to someone in this season? Have you been merciful to someone in this season? Have you been merciful? Maybe to your family too, you know. Praying for someone also can be a way of showing mercy to them. You saw that they are in a problem and you took it upon us, yourself to say, I'm going to pray for this person. That's a way of being showing mercy too. You might not give people money. But your prayer can help them. Your prayer can be a source of help for them. Jesus wants us to be like him in everything. John chapter 13 verse 35. Uh, if you open our Bible to that. He said, by this, every, everyone will know that you are my disciple. If you love one and another. It's not saying if you love me alone. When they ask him what is the greatest commandment. And he said to them, he said, if you, you should love God with all of your heart, 
with all of your soul, with all of your mind. And I say you should love your neighbor as yourself. So the vertical love is there, which is the principal thing. But also the horizontal love of God that is poured in our life, in our heart, must also be expressed horizontally. It's not going to be like, oh, I love God so much. You say it, God sees it. But the horizontal love is not showing. So God wants us as church to be able to express love. That love is being expressed towards everyone. Everyone. We can express the love towards everyone. Even when in Christmas. Christmas is a season of love. It's a season where we can express love to everybody. Let's go further. But what does Jesus say? Uh, the weighty matter of the Lord. If you if you read uh, Matthew chapter twenty three verse twenty three, uh, from Matthew chapter twenty three from the beginning down to the last verse, he was rebuking the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He was really trashing their belief, the laws that they have made. He was trashing it down. He was breaking it down. He was condemning their actions. You know, it's only Jesus that could do that. <laughs> he was condemning those leaders, those leaders of, we can say leaders of the church these days. Uh, those Pharisees and Sadducees are like leaders in those days that, that made people to obey the law. And they, they made people to follow it. And if you are not going to follow it, they are always checking it. You know, that's what people do. They check you. You have, you have violated the law of God in this area. There are some Christians that does that. You say, ah, look at that uh, brother in the church and they'll be gossiping about the person. See what he has been doing. See this. They are like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They can point to what people are doing, but they will never find a way to be merciful to help them. Maybe to encourage them. But they can easily point to the law because what they see is only the law. But they have never seen the mercy of God. How weak people are. How weak is the flesh of people. How we can help them. So Matthew chapter 23 verse 23 says, Woe to you Pharisees, I be described and the Pharisees. Hypocrite, for you tight meat, deal and commit, and have neglected the weighty matter of the law. And what are the weighty matter of the law? He said, justice mercy and faith it is these you ought to have practice without neglecting the others that is we can try to obey all the laws of washing yourself cleansing yourself uh addressing yourself nicely wearing the nice clothes being accepted by people in the society they see you as wow this is a great guy this is a great woman this is a great person uh this is a great leader but us but not knowing that we have become hypocrites we have become people that are just seeing themselves to be too good but not knowing that there are things that we're supposed to hold on to that are weighty matter of the law. The most important matters of the law is justice. When you allow justice to reign, you don't, uh, you don't steal from people. Those uh, widows and the people that I need, you don't find a way of stealing from them. You observe justice. You know, fighting for people. Those that need justice, you fight for them. You make sure that they get justice. That's what the Bible is saying. It's talking about mercy. 
because there is nobody that is without sin you know so we have to find a way to be merciful to people and faith having faith in god also having faith in people we can have faith in god but do you have faith in yourself or in people you know that's another area we can have faith in god i believe god yes i believe god but what about having faith in myself do i believe myself do i believe myself or do i also have faith in people because when you have faith in people you know that okay they are limited uh they are a weak person and then you find a way to be merciful to them to help them to to pity them you know to forgive them even when they are wrong they're coming to the end of the discussion very very soon each day of our life each hour and each moment will partake of his undeserved mercy there is not a person alive who does not need mercy mercy is what we need that's it that's the favor of god that's god's goodness upon you god shining his light upon you god's overlooking what you have done every day we need it every day we need it every hour we need it Bible says it's of the lord mercy that we are not destroyed is of the lord mercy is of the lord mercy if god is to look into uh his word into the law alone the wrath of god will come upon every one of us but thank god for his mercy thank god for his mercy and grace that is renewed every day so we need mercy and we also have to know that others also need mercy let's look at some uh scriptures that we already know talking about mercy also but according to this beatitude if i expect to receive mercy i must be merciful that's it if i give mercy i will receive mercy what you sow you will receive whatever you do is what you will take back even when you want to take it back it will be pressed down shaking together running over that you have given mercy shown mercy to someone maybe you give someone 10 lari when you are going to receive it back you can receive more than 10 times that there was a day i remember the story now that i was having uh, the last card on me was 10 lari it was one lari very long time ago i was having one lari and i'm i was carrying one lari around you know <laughs> when that is the last card that is on you and you value it so much so I was having the one lady and that's the only money I have. If I want to go to Metro and all those kinds of things, I will need it. It doesn't even buy anything. But that very day I saw a, a beggar on the street. And I've always understand something. That if something is not enough, it's actually a seed. And I practiced it several times. It has worked. So I gave the man the last card I have on me. I gave him the one lady. And I walked away. And the minute I walked away, I saw another friend of mine who were just walking. And I wanted to enter the metro. I have money on my card just to walk into metro and just go my house. And the guy just handed over 10 lari note to me. Ah. I did not say anything. I did not talk about my problem, maybe anything. We just greeted and I was going on going on my own way. And the person just gave me a 10 lari note. So when I entered the metro, I said, I gave one lari and I received 10 lari back. And it has worked several times. So I show a, I was merciful to someone. 
and God said, okay, instantaneously, I'm not even going to wait to reward you. I'm going to reward you immediately. So those are little, little things that we can say, oh, it doesn't matter. One lari, ten lari, well, it doesn't matter. But what about when you have much? So when we show mercy, when we give mercy, because the act of showing mercy also is not just looking at the person and pity the person. People love to pity. Ah, hey, yeah, we see your problem. But how can you going to act to the person's need? Maybe someone call you, I'm in a serious problem and I need someone to help me out and you just forsake your own things and you find a way to help the person out. That is also showing mercy. That is also showing mercy. You forsake your own thing. You say, okay, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to find a way to help you out in this. That is a way of showing mercy. So Luke chapter 11 verse 4 says, Forgive us our sin, for we also forgive everyone that is in debt to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That is the same thing that Matthew chapter 6 verse 12 says. But if you look at this verse, it's like uh, a commitment that I'm having with God. That God, I will do this, and you will also commit yourself to do this for me. He said, forgive us our sin. It's like me saying, God, forgive me all my sin. But I'm also saying, for we also will forgive, for I also will forgive those that are in debt with me. So I'm, all, I'm just telling God that God, if I don't forgive someone that is in debt with me, that maybe hoeing me or anything, or he has done something that is wrong against me, God don't forgive me. And another thing that the Bible says is, if you go into the house to pray, of God to pray, or you kneel down to pray, most of the time people, people don't know that why their prayers are not answered, is because of this principle. He said, and you remember that you have, or you bring your sacrifice to God, and you remember that you have a fault against someone. The Bible says, leave your sacrifice on the altar and go and make peace and be merciful to that person. God is not expecting to receive from us without will making ourselves right with people. God wants us to be right with people as much as we love to be right with us, with him. So not just being right with God because there have seen people that say, yeah, eh, 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 it's, under the, is it, oh, it's under the blood. You have something against your brother. You are saying it's under the blood. What do you mean by it's under the blood? It's not under the blood. <laughs> because I've seen many believers like that. They say, yeah, I prayed about it. What the hell? Yes, you prayed about it. God will give you the strength to go and meet the person and settle whatever uh, misunderstanding you guys are having. So it's not only uh, my relationship with God. What matters is all my relationship with God. But what about your relationship with other people? Because also, for us to be able to preach the gospel to people, for the people to be able to receive whatever we are going to say, they are going to look at who you are. So Jesus is trying to train the disciples to look into their character. Because your character is like a sweet sour and a sweet smell, perfume, that you put on your body and character smells it all smells when you go around your character will smell to people people will relate with you based on your character most people will relate with you want to be your friend want to relate with you want to share with you want to be your calling you because of your character not only because of your gift 
Your gift can bring people to you, but your a character will make them stay. We keep friendship. Characters will make people to be still be our friend. So God is looking for us to work on our character and trying to start showing mercy in different ways that we can. Psalm 18 verse uh, 25 says, With the merciful thou shalt show thyself merciful. With those that are merciful, thou shalt show thyself merciful. There is a, a particular verse, if I can remember, I think it's um, Psalm 42 or so. Um, I've, heard, I've read it several times, but it's, uh, it's a very interesting verse. It just came to my mind again. Um, and I feel like uh, if if I can see it, this Psalm 41. Okay, yeah, it's Psalm 41. I will read from verse 1 is 1 to uh, 3. Psalm 41 from verse 1 to 3. Say, Blessed is he that consider the poor. The Lord will deliver him in the time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he shall be blessed upon the earth. Thou will not deliver him into the will of his enemy. Verse 3. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou shalt make all his bed, I mean, thou will make all his bed in his sickness. I say, the Lord will be merciful unto him, heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. He said, blessed is that man that consider the poor. He said, the Lord will deliver him in the time of trouble. That's what Psalm 18 verse 25 is also saying. With the merciful, thou shalt show thyself merciful. Why some people will have even long life that God is looking at, I need to preserve this person. I need to allow this person to stay longer, even at work. Maybe what is sustaining some people at work is because of how good they are, how merciful they are, the character they are. And the person is like, the boss is like, no, I cannot sack this person. But because of how merciful, how great he is, I cannot. So the God is saying, blessed is he that consider the poor. For the Lord will deliver him in the time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. Will preserve him and keep him alive. So God is saying to us today, let us start showing mercy to people. As much mercy you can do as the capacity that God has given unto you. Show mercy. Without even thinking whether the person is going to reward you back. The final notes and we'll stop here and we'll ask us what we have been blessed with from our teaching today. Whatever you sow, you will also reap. God is not mock. Galatians chapter 6 from verse 7 to 9 says, God is, do not be deceived. God is not mock. Whatever you sow, you will reap. Whatever you sow, you will reap. And the Bible was talking down there. He said, if you sow to the flesh, you will reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you will reap life and it, uh, eternal life. So whatever I sow, I will reap. And I want you to say it to yourself. Whatever you are sowing, you will reap it. Even if you don't say it to yourself. It's just a law <laughs> that is working on earth. That what you sow, you cannot sow mango and be expecting uh, oranges. You cannot sow an apple 
seed and be expecting banana fruit is impossible if god has shown you mercy so let us also show mercy to others instead of judgment god is showing mercy if we repent of our action also today god is calling us to repentance that we should come and receive mercy we are in the time of christmas and we have to understand that the abundant mercy of god have been poured on earth and god is looking for us also to come to him to come and receive mercy let us confess our sin to jesus and let jesus forgive us let him pour mercy upon us because in sin there is no blessing there is no blessing in sin but when god is merciful unto you the moment god forgive you the blessing of god come upon you the goodness of god come upon our life so i pray that god will bless us in the name of jesus